The following contest is a second round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 56th Seed, a 1987 action platformer from Rare, Wizards and Warriors. And its opponent, the 9th Seed, a 1988 action platformer from Capcom, Bionic Commando. Your ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say but round two, fight! <laughs> Christmas and welcome to episode 41 of Kings of Consoles. Uh, this is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, today, Christmas Eve, we are playing the number nine seed Bionic Commando and the number 56 seed Wizards and Warriors. I'm Pat Dooley. Hello. I'm Ricky Geraldo, Santa Claus. <laughs> Ricky Geraldo, ho ho. Um, <laughs> I don't have a name that can be nicely turned into something holiday ish. Um, you could be a. Uh, Kramis. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, <laughs> Which, funny enough, if, uh, for our listeners, Christmas is Pat's favorite holiday, correct? Oh, by a mile. I actually, um, I'm in my, my office slash studio at the moment. I bought, I have poor eyesight and staring at a computer screen for long periods of time, I would get headaches. And I heard that if you put like LED lights behind your monitors, the, like the LED would like, I don't know, do something to the blue light from the monitors and make it less painful, which I have found to be the case. But this, the LED lights that I bought are programmable, and so I made a Christmas program for it. So as we're recording, it's going from like green to gold to red and like fading back and forth. Um, and it's very, very peaceful and nice and festive. <laughs> um, well, it's definitely your day. Yeah. I mean, you're waiting for tomorrow, right? You're oh, for man, I'm so ready for tomorrow. I mean, it's going to be weird. Because, you know, it's Christmas in 2020. Um, But it is, I mean, I, if, if it was socially acceptable to like have a Christmas tree up year round, I would totally have a Christmas tree up year round. Um, It's just, it's just something about Christmas just, just makes me happy. Music, the lights. I live with them. I live with him and yeah, yeah, it was Christmas 24 seven. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, we, you remember before we lived together, um, my roommate before we lived together that, um, yeah. and, uh, my roommate Aaron had, was going through a rough year. So I took Christmas lights and spelled out in cursive on the wall in our living room, happy birthday, Aaron. And then after her birthday, which was in like mid October, 
we just took down the Aaron and changed it to Jesus so that it was the start of our Christmas decorations. <laughs> we just said happy birthday Jesus on our wall. Uh, um, I remember uh, in our living room, you just, we just, I guess you guys had extra lights. So you just put it all over our wall yep. above our couch. Yeah. <laughs> just... Yeah. Cause we had um, at uh, cast connection, which I don't know if, not cast connection, property control. Yeah, um, is, uh... After the holidays, they would sell like banker's boxes full of used Christmas lights that they just weren't going to use again the next year. So we bought like two giant cases of just plain white Christmas lights. And so we just were just stringing white light every, every available surface in that apartment. So funny. And uh, if listeners don't know what Cast Connection is, so... Over here in Orlando, if you're a Disney cast member, uh, there's a store where every item that's either broken or is discontinued or they're not selling anymore, it mm-hmm. goes to that store and you can buy it for a really cheap, cheap discount if you're a Disney cast member. Yep. So that's that. And that's anything from like discontinued t-shirts or... All the way up to like I used stuffed I, animals, stuffed animals, but they would also have like um, yeah. like furniture from the resorts when rooms would get refurbed. You'd go yeah. in there and be like, "Oh, that's a bed frame from the Polynesian." Um, yeah, I remember food, they used to like when they would big. swap out games. There would be like ar- full arcade cabinets in there sometimes. Um, yeah, so that was a really that was a yeah. dope store, but it was also everything was still kind of expensive, even though it was. <laughs> It's because you would buy a lot. You would buy a lot. Yeah, that's true. That's you guys true. Like, oh, this is so cheap. Let me get six right. of them. Let me buy two crates of Christmas lights. Um, and a but, whole yeah. bucket of rice, because why not? Right. Oh, I forgot about the giant food stuff that they sold, too. And that yeah. was like Costco, but not cheap. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a anyway, wild I, place. That's That's so weird that that used to be our life. I I think about yeah. that sometimes. Like I've I've been out of the Disney loop for almost nine years now. Like it's far enough in my past where it's like I can't like that was my daily life was doing that. It just feels so surreal now. <laughs> but it was also you know I was in crazy. my twenties and it, it was like crazy. the best time of my life. But also I wasn't paid well and we had to have. How many of us were there? There were seven of us living in that three-bedroom apartment for a while because it was the only way we could all afford to make rent. Because it was... Yeah, I think there was... You and yeah, me. Yeah, it might have been seven. Malia. There were three people in the girls' room for a while and then Haley was sleeping on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> it was at least six, but it might have been seven. Uh, yeah. Our lives, let me tell you. Yeah, those were the days. Hashtag cast member life. (laughs) Games this week. It's funny, last week we went on such huge tangents because the games weren't very good. And this week, both games are very good, and we're still going on tangents. Um, But yeah, so we always start talking about the underdog, so let's talk about Wizards and Warriors, uh, which we have talked about before, 22 weeks ago, when it beat Spy Hunter in episode 19. It is a 1987 action platformer from Rare and Acclaim. And it's just really good. Um, 
this is one that um, we we've talked a couple times in round two yeah. so far about some of these games that just weren't as fun the second time around. And maybe this wasn't as fun the second time around as it was the first, but I still really enjoyed it. It's still an excellent platformer. I, I like it. I think I like the second one better, to be honest. I would agree with that. Yeah, I do think Iron Sword is yeah. a better game, yeah. But kind of uh, takes what this one does well and, and builds on it. Right. But yeah, it, it's very... It was very creative, man. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about the platforming that's just right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very the cr- controls are very crisp, especially for being that early in the console life. Like 1987, we're what, like two, three years into the console, and it does platforming as well as games that came out seven years later. Um, they just did a. I mean, it, it's rare and it's acclaimed, so that should tell you something. Um, but it's it's got good music. Uh, the platforming is really good. Um, I like how there's um, like the items that you find have a genuine impact on the gameplay. Like you get the shield and you can defend yourself from projectiles. You get the you know or potion of levitation and you can actually levitate for a second. Um, the boots of yeah. fire, boots of lava walking. Um, it's very D and D. It is, yes. It really is. It is indeed. Um, I also like how even when you're not fighting a boss, there's a power gauge at the bottom of the screen that just says "evil." Um, just, <laughs> I don't know. There's just something something fun about that. I don't know if it like reminds me of Kai and Tai or what, but um, Kai and Tai. Wow, indeed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still think it should be Thou Hast Found instead of Thou Hath Found, but that's fine. Oh, the Dagger of Throwing was another really cool item. I don't know if you found that one. Yep. That makes life a whole lot easier when you can fire projectiles at enemies. And unlike the Batarang in last week's Batman the video game, when it comes back to you, you can throw it again. Um, Instead of having to find a new Dagger of Throwing every time you want to throw one. That's so weird. Man, last week was rough. Yeah. <laughs> Just rough. Yeah. Either of these games that we're playing, we're talking about today, would have beat both of last week's games. Yes. Like, easily. Um, I love that you get to continue where you were when you get a game over. Um, again, yep. two or three years into the console life cycle, and actually, this is a knock on bionic commando does not have that um so i love that that you die and you just come back where you were um what other notes do i have oh um (laughs) i found the potion of levitation but it took me an embarrassingly long time to figure out how to actually use it um but my other note (laughs) is that anybody who spent any significant time this ties back to our earlier conversation anybody who spent any significant time in disney parks will question the veracity of eating an entire turkey leg improving your energy level um but that's you know that's just how power-ups work in those games is the bigger the food you eat the more energy you have yeah i i I feel like the game 
it is a great game, but it didn't like change my opinion playing it again. I felt like like it's kind of hard playing this game now after we played the second one in my eye. Yeah, I would agree with that. The world yeah. is better realized in Iron Sword than it really is. And also, here. I just, I still think about that the the the, the game cover like <laughs> <laughs> Fabio uh, with his sword. You can't beat that. That's true. That's very true. Uh, but can it beat the number nine seed in the tournament, which is Bionic Commando? Uh, it is a 1988 action platformer from Capcom. In Japan, when it was released initially, it was titled Hitler's Resurrection Top Secret, which it turns out Terrible. isn't very top secret as it <laughs> spoils the ending of the game. Uh, you play as Lad, a commando with an extending bionic arm, on a mission to rescue Super Joe, who's the main character from the game Commando, now this is a bionic commando rescuing the regular commando from Generalissimo Kilt and uncover the mystery of Project Albatross. In the Japanese version of the game, Kilt's empire was much more clearly a Nazi organization, uh, but for the U.S. release, all of the swastikas were removed and replaced with an eagle logo. Uh, it does include, and spoiler alert for the end of the game, but the Japanese already spoiled it by calling it Hitler's Resurrection Top Secret. Uh, it has an incredibly gory for the time ending where you blow up Hitler's head. Um, it's As you should. it's really super gross, but also kind of satisfying because you're blowing up Hitler's head. Uh, in 1997, EGM called it the 32nd best console game ever made. Uh, Nintendo Power has it at number 17 on their list of the best NES games. Games Radar called it the fourth best NES game. Uh, it was ported to the Game Boy in 1992 and remade in 2008 as Bionic Commando Rearmed. Uh, and it was released for PS3, Xbox 360, and PC. And it was also included in the Capcom Classics Mini Mix compilation for Game Boy Advance. Uh, we had mentioned in an earlier episode the Worlds of Power young adult novel series. Uh, that came out in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, there was a book adaptation of Bionic Commando as well as part of that. So, um, had you played this before? I have played... Well, I played the remake for PS3. Okay. Played and he Rihanna. even had a different name. I didn't know they changed his name, but people know Bionic Commando as uh, Spencer. Yeah, now, because they changed... There was a yeah. weird translation. We talked about this a little bit with Rygar, um, the the Japanese L and R thing. In the Game Boy version, instead of being called Lad, he's called Rad. And then in Rearmed, his nickname is still Rad, but he's given a full name of something Spencer. Something, quote, Rad... Nathan Rad Spencer. Um, so, yeah. So it is the same character. They just uh, Got you, anglicized his name, last name, and then added an actual name for him as the series kind of went on. Well, um, the the reason why I played it, the PS3 version is because Spencer was a character in Marvel Marvel versus Capcom three. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was. 
Yep. So that's how I knew of this character. Right. Now that character is totally different, but it does have a skin where you could be the classic Spencer. Oh, that's cool! And the like the green yeah. jumpsuit with the red hair. Yeah, the red hair. Yep. That's and fun. In, in Spencer, he's a black guy with. I mean, in Marvel vs. Capcom Three, he's a black guy with dreads. So it's like very weird seeing that. But yeah. <laughs> is that what he is in the the Await version too? No, in that version, he's he's just a. Uh, I believe he's still the redhead. The Spencer that's in the game, I think they made a brand new Bionic Commando game. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Looking at them now. But anyway, the game, yeah. Bionic Commando came out in 2009. And that's the one with the new Spencer. Oh, okay. And then the rearm is just the remake of the original. Got you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm reading the the uh, Wikipedia for it now. So, the remake... So, yeah, Commando is a sort of remake... Or, Rearmed is sort of a remake. Right. This is very confusing. The timeline is confusing. It takes place ten years after the original game, which was a remake... Oh, is that rearmed? No, I'm sorry. Bionic Commando, oh. the 09 one. Oh, rearmed in 08 is, I guess, a prequel to this. Oh. And then okay. 09 takes elements from. It's more of a direct sequel to this. Yeah, 09 doesn't even have. Like, their Spencer's totally different. Like, yeah. It, I think their whole story is different, too. Like, I don't think you're fighting Nazis. Yeah. Game follows Major Nathan Rad Spencer, a government operative working in the fictional Ascension City, and an operative named Joseph Gibson, aka aka Super Joe, for the Tactical Arms and Security Committee that trains bionic operatives like Spencer. After he's betrayed by his own government and falsely imprisoned, the Great Bionic Purge begins. Huh. Anyway, bionic right. commando. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love this game. I really liked it. Uh, this is Capcom, of course. Of course. And Nobody does platformers like Capcom. I Exactly. And they, like, so I feel like this is what Capcom's mindset was for this game. All right, we have Mega Man. What could we change? <laughs> it's like, let's give our main character a hook. <laughs> and he could swing anywhere. Well, not anywhere, but at least whatever. Lots of places. Yeah, lots of places. And it's awesome, man. I like I like this game a lot. The, uh, those of you that watched me stream this uh, a few weeks ago um, heard the story, but this is the second NES game we ever owned. Um, we bought our when we bought our NES, it came with the you know Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt. But the first like standalone cartridge we ever bought was Bionic Commando, um, so I have a long history with this game going back till I was you know in first grade. Um, I've played it a lot. It's one of my mom's favorite games, so it was one that I you know I've talked before on the show about how you know she would play games while you know Kim and I would just drift off and then she'd put us to bed and typically keep playing for a little while. Um, so I have seen Hitler's head explode probably 
I don't know, 50 times in my life. Um, never done it myself, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, so I have, I'm have i very, very familiar with this game. Um, Go, Mom. Man, yeah, what a it, trooper. She beat both of us. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, I, I don't know, the, the music just, it sounds like my childhood. It looks like my childhood. Um, but... I was playing this, I, I not on an emulator. I was playing it on my NES, and I was using that same controller that gave me so much trouble when we played Lolo a few weeks ago. Oh. And so, I didn't have a super great experience this time, um, because the main gameplay mechanic is using your bionic arm to do some really kind of precise platforming. Uh, and there was just a lot of drift using that controller, and I missed a lot of really easy jumps and did not make it very far. Um, but it's still great. <laughs> like I, I don't want that to sound like a like uh, a knock on the game. I had a bad experience with it, but it was because of my hardware, not any fault of the game. Um the, yeah, there's a lot about this I like. Um, the music is great. The, um, the the swinging is such a cool idea, and yeah. it's something. And it also changes. Like some some uh, some levels are overhead. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, when you I run into that. those trucks, it's like the overhead levels in Rygar only better. Um. The I really like the like I don't know if it's supposed to be like keyboards like typing or if it's supposed to be like Morse code, but the like the tapping sound when somebody's talking on the communications or the wire tapping, um, the like beep beep sound when you're like reading through story yeah. elements in each level, um, it's just like a really satisfying sound. Yeah, it's so funny. Um. I hate, I mentioned last week, or actually, no, I just talked about it. I don't, I, these episodes are running together. Earlier in this episode, I talked about how I loved in Wizards and Warriors, when you die, you picked up right where you left off. Bionic Commando, not so much. Get a game over, you get to start over. Um, but Bionic Commando is also non-linear, where you don't have to play levels in order, it helps if you do, because then you get power-ups that are helpful in future levels. But you can basically play the levels in any order you want, which is cool. Um, I did make a note, some That's of the cool. translations were not good. Um, like that very first meeting you get that you know tells you you're going off to rescue Super Joe. It ends with them saying, we rely on you. Um, then also there's another point where <laughs> so you're weird. talking to somebody and they say, maybe we can find good weapon we can use. Um, so just, you know, probably just needed a second pass at the, the translations from the original Japanese, but it's fine. Um, I did like the, and I will be totally transparent here. As a kid, I never knew this because it's a video game. So you shoot things I didn't realize that those that some of those levels were like 
like the hotel in John Wick where it's a safe place and you only have to fight people if you fire your gun. The, um, uh, not the white levels on the map, but the, like the transparent levels, if that makes sense. Like when you start off, you go up to one and one is an actual level with a white background and you can keep going up. And I think it's 13 is just has like a, a blank background. And if you go there, there's just people from both sides running around. Um, I thought that was cool, but right. I also, the first couple times through, I didn't stop and talk to anybody. I just started shooting when I saw people in red uniforms which then brought out all of the people in white uniforms trying to kill me. Um, oh, uh, also, um, yeah, new genre to add to the pantheon of level designs that I hate, uh, as well as underwater levels and ice levels. Um, dark levels. Um, like level four in this. Don't like that. <laughs> I want to be able to see, especially for like an exact platformer like Bionic Commando, I want to be able to see where I'm going. Um, and also, like, yeah, the, the dark levels are really terrible. Yeah. Like the sewer in Fester's Quest. Um, not that bad, but like that's the kind of level I'm talking about uh, for listeners who didn't just play Bionic Commando and know what I'm talking about already. Um. Level three scared the crap out of me when I was a kid with all the big bugs. Um, uh, level two. Yeah, I don't really have many notes on two. Uh, but yeah, I just. I, I feel bad because I just didn't have a good experience with it. And I know it's entirely. I mean, it's a, you know, a poor craftsman who blames his tools. But if I had just done the wrong thing and emulated it instead of playing it for realsies i i i would have had a way better time so as it is i had a better time playing wizards and warriors this week um but we'll get into later when we pick a winner but i'm really glad that that you had such a good experience with it because it really is it's a childhood favorite of mine so it's cool that it holds up for a new player you know 22 years later Thirty yeah, two years I, later. I was Jeez. I was pretty surprised by it, to be honest. Yeah. And go Capcom. Yeah, I think <laughs> Go Capcom. Who made it for them? Who made it for them? So, Wizards and Warriors, um, if you'll remember back in episode 19, I made it to a jump that I couldn't make. Um, And I thought it was because I needed the Potion of Levitation, which I found this time. But, as it turns out, it's not the Potion of Levitation that I needed. I googled it afterwards. It was the Feather of Featherfall which I did not find. And so I again spent the better part of like eight to 10 minutes trying to make one single jump in the lava level um, that can apparently only be made if you have the feather of feather fall. And it's the exact same spot I got stuck uh, 22 weeks ago. 
Wow. I feel like I got farther this time. I saved one of the damsels in distress. Mm-hmm. All right. I actually saved quite a few. Yeah, I was going to say, I saved two. I got Lucinda and Esmeralda. Yeah, I think I got the third one. Okay. Grizilla. Grizilla? Yeah, I think that's right. Or Griselda, something like that. Yeah, so you... um, Okay, so yeah, so you made it past the Red Knight the third time. Yeah, I found the potion you're talking about. (laughs) Or the levitation thing. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. so. So there's one jump where it's... Like, the second chamber... It's going to be hard to describe, but in the second chamber of the lava level, there's like three, basically like three shafts going up. And the one on the far left just has like gems and stuff. And I think that's where you get, that might be where you get the dagger of throwing. There's something you get up in that corner. And then there's one, like if you go to the far right side and there's the red knight there blocking the door. And you can go straight up from him, and there's more stuff to collect up there. The one in the middle, you can ride one of the like the heat bubbles about a third of the way up, and then you have to just kind of platform jump back and forth, back and forth. And then you get to a point where you're on a really narrow ledge. There's like an overhang, and then over to the left, there's one of those where it's like it's too steep to jump onto. But just past it, there's flat ground. And yeah. if you keep going that way, you get the is it the I think the red key that you need to get through that door. Um, yep. But if you don't have that item, it's impossible to make that jump to the left. So that was where I was stuck for the second time in a row. Gotcha, gotcha. So. Sounds like you made that jump and then went and beat the boss and rescued the third yeah. maiden Which fair. was a pain in the butt, let me tell you. Died a lot. I don't remember what that third boss was. What did you... It's like a... Oh, man, I'm trying to remember it myself, to be honest with you. I believe, I believe it was just like a red knight. Like, I believe it was... No, it wasn't a knight. Hey, we played so many games, I totally forgot. Yeah, they all kind of run together. They're all blended, blending in. Uh, yeah, so it's the Lava Cave. Second chamber. Yeah, it was the Red Key. And I was like literally a jump away from being able to get it. Like I'm looking at a, a map right now on uh, the Wizards and Warriors strategy wiki page. And yet the red key is like literally right there. I just had to make this one jump to the left, grab a gem, and then there are diamonds and a red key. Uh, the rock spirit is the third boss. It's like a blue that's, floating rock. That's it. Yep. yep. That is it. Thing is annoying. <laughs> yep. I did not. I got real close to that. If I had had that. Um, Feather of Feather Fall. Let's see. Hold on. As you make your way up to center, you'll be assaulted by more flames. While they may pester you, they can also help you by providing potions. Eventually, you'll reach a high enough ledge where the cave opens up to the left. If you collected the Feather of Feather Fall from the previous stage, making the jump to the left can be done easily by holding up as you leap over and floating to solid ground. Otherwise, you'll have to attack the flames and wait for a blue potion to help you launch yourself over the slippery slope. Okay. 
So that just never happened. I never got the blue potion. So that's frustrating. But still, really great game. Um, Bionic Commando. Um, you you had a so, better experience than I do, so I assume you I, beat more levels than I did. Yeah, so and this game doesn't really have levels. They have like they do have levels, but you clear the levels. It's kind of weird. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, yeah, like we were saying earlier, like it's it's very it's non-linear. You can do the levels in whatever order you want. Non-linear, yeah. So I cleared 13 levels. Oh gosh. Um yeah, that's um yeah. That's a lot there's, more than I did. There's like nine there's 19 levels, so I was almost there. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Were you doing I, I, them I really liked it. Were you doing them sequentially? Like, did you go one, two, oh, three, that, four? Or did no. you do them, like, in the order that they appear no, I was on the map? jumping around. I ju- yeah, I kind of... I kind of did it in the order of the map, because I wanted to... I kind of went the the way you do Mega Man games, where you do every level. Uh-huh. So, whatever popped up, I tried to do it. Okay. But some levels were harder than others, and then, yeah. <laughs> so. Thirteen. Well, that is, um, that was not my experience. I beat two. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. We need to get you your new control, man. We really do. <laughs> if you watch that stream, I rewatched it to, to make some final notes before we started streaming. And, like, the rage on my face is palpable as I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, still using family-friendly language and uh but oh man that was frustrating because every time you die you go back to the very beginning and you gotta play the same levels over and over again and if your controller wants to drift up and to the right when you're trying to do really exact grappling and swinging sometimes down and to the left uh you die a lot so, we'll get into it in a second. If Bionic Commando wins, I I will either get a new controller or just play it on the emulator and, and suck it up. Um, which I really, like, I like the aesthetic feeling of holding an NES controller in my hand. Um, but not when this happens. Oh, yeah. That's why I... That's why my emulator is the Nintendo Classic because I do get that feeling of the yeah of the old school NES. So that I'm lucky to have that. <laughs> I'm lucky to have that. All right, so you now have a commanding yeah, so. thirty-seven to thirty-three lead, um, plus also a bunch of ties. Ooh, buddy, this the second round is treating me well. Yes, it is. I got I went on a tear at the end of round one, but you're uh, you're doing pretty well here. Um, it's I'm at blanking. two hours. The two-hour games, I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's well, that's a big part of it. Is your you are yeah. making better use of those two hours. Plus, it also helps that you have beat two games to my zero, so that helps with the points total as yeah, well. Because you beat Rad Racer and then recently River City Ransom. Um, so that's 
cool. I'm trying to figure out if I have other notes. The snot is gross in level two. Whatever that like goop is that drips out and drags you along. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to talk about on either of these games. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll pick our winner here in just a second, but just a note that the winner will face the winner between Blades of Steel and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, in round three. Uh, we do put out a poll on our Facebook, our Twitter, and our Twitch accounts, um, asking you to help us break any ties in case we disagree. Like if Ricky picks Bionic Commando, I pick Wizards and Warriors. Whatever wins the online vote wins, because that breaks our tie. Uh, Two-thirds of our online voters picked Bionic Commando. And... Even though I had more fun with Wizards and Warriors, Bionic Commando is a better game and definitely deserves to move on. So I'm going Bionic Commando. I'm going Bionic Commando as well. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just it's a really great game. It's It's awesome. It's fantastic. Um even though I was very, very frustrated with it. Um, uh, we do have <laughs> Uh, this is seeming like a, we might as well just rename this segment Ryan O asks us questions um, because we do have another question from our old pal Ryan O who wrote our who made it farther theme um, and he asked what's the weirdest power up you've seen in a game like the cherries and Pac-Man pizza Ninja Turtles mushrooms from Mario etc um, this cool. may be recency bias but um, I talked a little bit last week about how I've been playing a lot of Death Stranding lately, and the fact that you replenish your stamina by drinking monster <laughs> energy drink is a really <laughs> weird power-up. That's a good one. Um, man. I think Duke, Duke Nukem games are interesting. <laughs> uh, the Duke Nukem power-ups, because uh, you have to, you know, be with a chick to get you uh, powered up. So I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, uh-huh. Grand Theft Auto always has weird ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking specifically, was it San Andreas where like they tried to make it so like your body would change depending on what you did? So you yep. could either just like exercise a lot and be ripped or you could just eat a ton of fast food and get super fat. Yeah, that's definitely San Andreas. Yeah. Classic. Um, oh, there's yeah. so many weird ones. Yeah. So many. I think, honestly, in hindsight, like, at the time, it was like, oh, yeah, well, that's just what you do in games. But looking back on it now, like, if I'm, like, injured, and I feel like I've talked about this on the show before, but if if I'm injured, if I, you know, get the crap beat out of me, eating a slice of pizza isn't going to make me feel better. Like, I mean, it'll make me feel better because pizza always makes me feel better. But I don't, like, my wounds don't heal because I've eaten a slice of pizza. Or, like, in <laughs> Wizards and Warriors, a turkey leg. Or, you know, random hamburgers I find in a, a box that I break. Um, or whatever horrible concoctions I can make in Breath of the Wild. Just food in general is just kind of a weird power up, but we've all just kind of come to accept it as normal. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, it's like I'm used to it now with food. It's like, oh yeah, I gotta eat this orange. Right. I was like, I feel like there was like a, a meme, I think it was about Skyrim, about, okay, now I'm gonna battle this demon, but first, let me eat 30 rolls. Um, yeah. But that is, that's just, I, I don't know what would be better and you know, thinking about it, like, food is weird. It's like, what? what would be better yeah there's really no because there's no nothing like that in the real world that if you eat it or take it or whatever you replenish your health but it would be really obnoxious in video games if you you know had to go to the hospital every time you fight a boss that's that's the funny thing. I feel like everyone is Popeye in a video game. So you know, you <laughs> Give me that spinach. That's funny. Exactly. I never really made that connection. But yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it also makes me wonder why they never really made a Popeye game. I think there was one for NES. It wasn't good. And then I just don't feel like they oh, ever yeah, made yeah. another one. It's No, that, there's never been, like, a good one. But I, I definitely picture, like, a good Popeye game as, like, the same style as Cuphead. Like yeah. Graphics. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would have to be a, uh, it would have to be animated. Yeah, a 3D Popeye wouldn't work. It would have to no. be that kind of retro animation. That'd be awesome. Man, that would be so cool. <laughs> I feel like a Popeye game would have looked great on Super Nintendo. Like Super Nintendo, the 16-bit yeah. era was like the perfect era for that kind of cartoony graphics. Or Game Gear. Ooh, Game Gear would be good, too. Yeah, man. Remember, Game Gear had like the best screen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that, that would have been the sweet spot for a good Popeye game. But, alas, such was not the case. So yeah, so I think the lesson we've learned is that all video game power-ups are weird. <laughs> and eat your vegetables. I don't know. I don't know yeah, why I eat, said that. But eat your spinach. I mean, spinach is... <laughs> I, I assumed through my entire childhood that spinach was gross. Because it looked gross in Popeye cartoons. And I have come to, as an adult, really like spinach. <laughs> to the point where I will put spinach on pizza... I think the only spinach I like is like artichoke dip, spinach and artichoke. Yeah, I think that's it. That's all as far as I would go with that. <laughs> no, I'll do just like a spinach salad rather than lettuce. But yeah, that yeah, I agree with you on that. Okay, spinach is good. Eat your spinach, kids. <laughs> well, where would we get the spinach? I don't know. I. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> Bionic Commando. We are, we are way off the rails in this episode. But you know what? It's Christmas Eve. We're full of the Christmas spirit. Even though I complained a lot about a game I really like. I was having a Scrooge moment. But now I've been visited by three spirits and I'm happy again. Yeah, I have um, to open my presents in like two hours. Getting so. real close. Really, <laughs> yeah. really close. I um, open them Christmas Eve, so. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I have, I have well, to wait. Technically it's... Technically, it's Christmas at midnight, but you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, we're like 11 and a half-ish hours away. Or at least here we are, 10 and a half-ish for you. Um, 
Yeah. It was very almost Christmas for you. Um, I've still got... i got an extra hour to wait. Um, it's going to be a weird Christmas. COVID Christmas is just going to be strange. COVID Thanksgiving was strange. 2020 has been strange. Next week will be our New Year's Eve episode, which is crazy to think that we have... We made it, guys. We, we, we have almost survived this crazy, stupid, awful, no good, very bad year. Um, but you know what? I've had a really good time making this podcast. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that uh, in more detail next week. Um, until then, oh, by the way, next week's episode sure. is Bubble Bobble and Guardian Legend are the two games we'll be playing next week. Um, you can check out the full bracket on uh, challenge.com slash kings of consoles. Uh, it's Christmas Eve, so you still technically have a little bit of time if you want to buy Ricky a new computer or a webcam or... Or uh, spinach. Or spinach. <laughs> yeah. The spinach isn't the that spinach, expensive. Yeah. You can just you know, throw a couple bucks our way on the, the coffee account and, and we'll use it for spinach. Um, now, if you throw enough on there to buy a computer, we're not going to buy, you know, two grand worth of spinach um, that will be put toward a computer. But, uh, yeah, um, our Twitch channel is on a little bit of a hiatus for the holidays, um, but you can go back and watch past streams at twitch.tv slash kings of consoles. Uh, and I will be back on the 8th uh, with a new stream. Follow us on Facebook facebook.com slash kings of consoles uh, we are at kings of consoles on twitter i'm at loopy date on twitter and i'm at ricky gn7 all right um yeah i guess next week we'll talk about our new year's resolutions so we can look forward to that when we talk about uh bubble bobble and the guardian legend yeah. uh our again, gaming gaming new year's revolution that's right resolution that's I right. had one last year, so I kind of yeah. wanted to make a new one this year. Yeah, so last year, I'll tell you a little preview. Yeah. Last year, I said that I would get 10 platinum trophies for my PlayStation. Oh, wow. I have eight, so I have two more to do before yeah. next week. <laughs> so, I don't you know have if seven days to platinum two more games. Are I'm you close, close on any? Yes, I, I have two more trophies left for Final Fantasy VII Remake. And the the second one, I think I'm going to complete my Miles Morales. Ah, uh, nice. Platinum, yeah. So, I think they're doable. I just have to get to it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, you got you got a week. So yeah, We got a week. You got a week. So, you get to that. You guys get to your presents and your eggnog and your carols and all that other good Christmas stuff. If you celebrate Christmas, if you don't. I just hope you have a good December 25th, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Um, and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks yeah. so much for listening. Uh, and we will see you next week for the final episode of 2020. And uh, hopefully when you unwrap your presents, if you are opening presents either tonight or tomorrow, uh, there are some old games in there. Yeah. So you can play old games. <laughs> Play old games, everyone. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Pedro Lee.
thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org, and the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.